Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the B-Sides. Hello. Hello. Welcome, where we take pop music seriously, but not ourselves, and where we wonder why people are jumping in late to the presidential election, and we also wonder if Camila Cabello is extremely jealous of the new Taylor Swift lover collab with Shawn Mendes. Or if she's feeling very like, oh, my boyfriend wrote a song for me. No, I don't. She didn't give me that vibe. Although people have been saying that Sean Mendes's verses were actually part of the original lyrics and and was because Taylor wrote it for Carly Kloss. <laughs> okay, uh, we should know. I'm Becky. I'm Hannah Zo. I'm Mimi. And we already got into it a little bit, but we we were also on top of um Sean Mendes, which we should talk about theories. A little bit later, but Harry Styles is going on tour with mm-hmm. Jenny Lewis. My dream, a dream Wild. I dreamed, is here. Who would have thought in 2019? You know, fast rewind to listening to Rilo Kylie and One Direction back in my younger years that the two would join forces and tour together. Never, only in my dreams. It's like a, it's like a dialectic or something. You know, like the, the is that how it works? <laughs> yeah (laughs) right it's i'm like i'm so relieved that there are fans that's not just the three of us of both well i guess hannah's not really a big jenny lewis fan so it's just me and mimi the the tour was made for me and mimi it was it was we're so grateful i think i've done enough to deserve it i think you have too so yeah i think i think we have yeah you've been good girls this year (laughs) yeah yeah that's right um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm pressuring my friend who wants to go, but I, she's the one with the pre-sale ability, not me. So I keep every day being like, oh. get the tickets, Vicky. We can't wait. And it'll be in, they'll be on Madison Square Garden on her birthday. Oh my God. I know. Another fate. Like the pre-sale, like gatekeepers. Like we're well, not. So I, it's for, I, for me at least, it's when following people on Spotify. When you follow artists on Spotify, Oh, mm. get emails about their pre-sale stuff, like a thank you thing. That's how I got. That's how I got the Taylor Swift one, and what? or give me Taylor Swift. Yes, I got an email inviting me to a whole another world. But I think it's through Spotify, and then that's why I got Lizzo tickets early from following. I see. I only follow Rihanna, so I think I'm going to have to make an adjustment. Yeah, there. it's it's a it's a quick tip. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever followed anyone. I'm really excited to know this. Yeah, that's how I know when like bands like that's how I knew Kelly Clarkson's gonna be having a Vegas show. Oh, mm. wow! Hot mm-hmm. tip, hot tip. Um, and speaking of Kelly Clarkson, where there is no segue, but on today's podcast, uh, we're gonna be talking about uh, celebrities that got their start. Not celebrities. Rewind. 
On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about pop stars, loose term on the pop stars, who got their start on Broadway. Um, And if you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast. It's very easy to do. You just hit subscribe, leave a review. We'd really like that. Um, But also keep listening to the podcast, but subscribe as well. Um, But before we start to talk about Leah Michelle, Ben Platt, and Ariana Grande, we are going to... Let's talk about our A-sides. And here we are in the A-sides. There's a, there's a lot going on, guys. There's a mm-hmm. lot. First off, our girl Demi, she's got, a, she's got a BF. I don't know much about him. It's not Mike Johnson. I think he really shot his wad with that. There were so many weird clips of him being like, she's a great kisser. And I, I think that that really rubbed at me the wrong way yeah that's kind of a weird thing to say she also asked kiki palmer out on live tv it's mm-hmm. also weird I didn't, feel bad. Have, didn't you have like a moment with taisha too from i think that was yeah, a rumor, rumor. Mm-hmm. no no okay no. taisha is the single lady now but she they recently broke up yeah right she was fully with jpj when that picture was yeah, taken. Yeah. okay okay yeah well, so Demi's got a new man. I think he's a model. I want to say, like, that's his career. Yeah, this is a voice. No, I mean, like, aren't we all models on Instagram? But, like, I think he's an actual model. Mm. Um, and it also looks like she's back in the recording studio. Yes. So, got a lot going on. Maybe and she's writing she's- songs about him. I mean, he's got not in the grand scheme of Instagram, he's only got 115,000 followers. Low. You know what? He had 113 earlier today. Wow. And Just whenever this comes post. out, someone should ch- – what's his handle so people can check and see how fast he's growing? Uh, his handle – this is on today, which we will say is November 14th. He had – his handle is Austin Wilson. Okay. And he has 115,000. They're cute, though. They're cute. And if Demi's they happy, I'm happy. We are happy for her. I need to share a DM that we got um, from our B-Sides friend, uh, Mimi, who's not Mimi, <laughs> different Mimi, with permission to share this on the post, I mean, on the pod. So we um, posted a picture of Demi Lovato in the recording studio, or like we reposted, you know, that would be cool if we had that picture, but we reposted her story from being inside the studio, recording a new song. And Mimi says, What's this song called? I'm too dumb to know that visiting Israel, especially as a Christian, is a morally and ethically bad move, and I will lash out at my fans for holding me accountable in a loving and compassionate way. (laughs) (laughs) She said, sorry, you know I love her, but she is dumb as rocks. Okay, dumb as rocks, is that's pretty intense, but I do, I found that very funny. As someone who also loves Demi very much, but it's, you know, as we talked about in the past, she just, she doesn't always... You know, she's not always just, like, up on uh, – She's know, a bit clueless. She's a little clueless. It's true. Exactly. But speaking of some other intense gossip, this is hashtag breaking news for the 14th, so it's not going to be breaking when you listen to it. But Taylor Swift just posted on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter um, a, a long comment – about how she is going to be performing at the American Music Award and she wanted to, they're honoring her with Art of the Decade, which is honestly crazy that it's been a decade of Taylor, but amazing, that she Great wanted to perform a medley of her hits, but Scott Perchetta, 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 I said that like the, 
CEO. Bruschetta. Bruschetta and Scooter Braun have now said that they have not allowed her to perform any of her old songs because they own the songs. Mm-hmm. It's fucked. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so she wanted she i know that she plans on re-recording them to make the masters her own but they're like giving her a really hard time about re-recording them and they're calling them like copycat versions of her songs um but they like they're saying that she can't she can't perform them if she's going to re-record them yes like she has to pick right which makes me nervous for her concert do you think she's not allowed to perform old songs at a concert Uh, no i think this is going to be resolved but i think that is what they're threatening her with well, they said they said she can't do them if there's a recording happening. So, like, maybe right, her concerts right. won't be recorded. I don't know. It's unbelievable. It's fucked up. And, I mean, that segues into Demi, too, because we know that Demi and I bet Scooter Braun is producing that song that we heard, that didn't hear, mm-hmm. that we saw a photo of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what's hard with this is, like, I actually – you know, I feel bad that I, I don't always, I just don't always trust when Taylor is, you know, sends, puts out a notes app. Um, I noticed that she's learned from her past notes app. Do you remember that when she posted the notes app that was like, I would like to be excluded from this narrative. She got in trouble for like the time it was just like the way that the heading was on the top of the notes app. Anyway, she cut the heading off of this one. So I thought that was like funny. She's learned her lesson, but it was I, also in dark mode and it was in dark mode. Yeah. Which I'm proud yeah. of her for. I know it's very reputation era. Yes. (laughs) I think the takeaway that she said though, that's really powerful and whether or not like no matter what side um, or no matter like what truth, um, you know, that Scott and Scooter might, you know, bring, uh, although I think at this point they're, they're looking pretty bad. um, I do think Taylor has a lot of credibility around this and something that she said that I think is really powerful in this notes app is the message being sent to me is very clear. Basically be a good little girl and shut up or you'll be punished. I was like, oof. I do believe that's inspiration for her song, The Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I wish, though, she had written those powerful worlds in- into, that, into the song. Mm-hmm. Maybe when she re-records everything, sure. they'll go in. I hope so. One can dream. Can't wait to hear Shawn Mendes' verse. <laughs> <laughs> right. So also what happened this week is that the Taylor and Shawn Mendes released a remix of Lover, which... It's fine. I love it. I love it. It's Hannah's wedding song now. (laughs) It is. I love it. I love the like plinkies that are in the. Yeah, I love Shawn Mendes. I really do. I think he's beautiful. Like, but I don't know. I don't think they like go together in this song. It's kind of like two different songs, even though everything else about it's the same. And they have like no chemistry. Yeah. So I, like, don't buy it that they'd be, like, singing this song to each other. Like, her and Ed Sheeran, I think, had more chemistry. Oh, yeah. Love Everything Has Changed. Becky and I have some critiques about this. <laughs> Insights of critiques. It's, no, it's true. It's not it's everything true. has changed, which is the best. Perfect. Taylor yeah. and No, you're right. Taylor's like, all's well that and the Or actually, that line is not in there, but she's just like, dun, 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 dun. And he's like, it's almost if they recorded them separately, which they may have, and then just like... No, they definitely did, because her vocals are exactly the same. Like, yeah, totally okay, they just added him in. I wonder, though, is he going to pop up on the tour? Oh, my God. Likely. Seems likely. Seems likely. I saw him open the 1989 tour. He was the opener 
Uh, wow. It was Vance Joy and then Sean Mendez mm-hmm. who had the hit song Stitches. And then mm-hmm. she started. Okay. Very good at investing in young talent who then ends up dating each other because then Camilla. Stitches? Sean Mendez is Chef's Kiss. I love him. <laughs> he's a perf. He's a perfect specimen. He is. I hope he's gay, but I will not pressure yeah. him. I don't really think he's dating Camilla Cabello either. But we do know he's Camilla mean, Cabello. Right? Sorry. I was I, just going to say, I was just going to say, we do know he's mean, right? He's mean. Like he's bad. Who said he's mean? I thought he's not. I thought that was a fake. Okay. I don't know. No. What do you, what do you think, Mimi? I don't know. I'm not going by any real evidence. I just thought that was like a rumor that was corroborated by some people, but I could not tell you who. It's just fun to speculate. Usually those rumors are right, if I'm being honest Mm -hmm. with myself. Yeah. I think that he's nice only because I've listened to a few uh, um, interviews with songwriters who've written with him and they all just like are obsessed with him. And they don't have to be nice about him when they're talking. Right, when they're... Like, they, like, they just, like, rave and rave and rave. And he might be mean, but also maybe it's a good thing. I saw that he, either today or yesterday or sometime recently, um, a kid with a MAGA hat asked him to sign it, and he didn't. Ha-ha. Well, that's well, good. That's, that's good. But, yeah, I could just see him being... I just get a sense from him that I could see him being very selectively nice. And yes. Mean. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. Well... What I was going to say, speaking of Camila Cabello, is Allie Brooke is the highest scoring person on Dancing with the Stars. Really? Um, yeah, she continually gets 10s. And I find it super interesting because I'm surprised she has a fan base from Fifth Harmony. Like, she's nowhere near, like, of all of them. I think she's, like, lowest on the totem pole of famous. Maybe not. Oops. Does that mean? I'm sorry, Allie Brooke, but, like, who are these fans? I think that they're really loyal. Yeah, clearly. Did you know Normani was on Dancing with the Stars? Really? A couple no. seasons ago, yeah. We while should do she a whole was episode on Dancing with the Stars. I remember this, yes. Because it was while she was in Fifth Harmony, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it must have been. I'd like to see a list of everyone who was ever on Dancing with the Stars. If there's someone, there's, there's been 28 seasons. What? Like list. 28. 28. Yeah, I was looking at it the other night because, as you all know, I'm a loyal Hannah Brown fan, so I've been watching. Sean Spicer has finally been eliminated, so I can feel better about watching, but he just went out on Monday. So that should be a lesson to all people paying attention to this Democratic race. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of scared Trump's going to win. Sean Spicer made it very far, despite being the worst dancer from the get-go. I think that's honestly legitimate concern. Yeah. That, like, those two things do map onto each other. I think it's real. They literally, like, the host, I think, purposely gave him a – like, he was bad, but they, like, really gave him a horrible score because whatever the results are, it's, like, the host – it's the host show, host scores, and then America votes. But, like, I feel like it's all made up. But anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. I I hope we get to see that list sometime. What would you you cross-reference – the list of everybody on Dancing with the Stars with, if you could cross-reference it with one other list. The Bachelor. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The Bachelor. I have to think, think about it. I think football players. There's so many football players that go on. Really? Yeah, a lot of them. So they, it's money. It's like decent money. Um, it's a good way to stay in shape in the off-season. Hmm. Money. Yeah. 
<laughs> money, being in shape, money. You make a lot of money. Wow. My goodness. Yeah. I think what a week. We can end the A sides on that note. Let's money. <laughs> money. Speaking of Bye. money, it's a nice segue into the B sides. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Um, and now we're going to get started in our B-sides, which today the B stands for for Broadway, from Broadway to Beverly Hills. Yes, we're going to be talking about your favorite stars that got their start on Broadway. Now, if this were up to me, we would spend, the, we would spend at least four or five hours dedicated to all of these magnificent stars that got their start. But I'm going to instead focus on my three favorites, and we're going to also dive into why some of them aren't really pop stars. Uh, we're going to focus on Liam Michelle, Ben Platt, and Ariana Grande. Yeah. Put the stars in quotes, because how many of these really are pop stars? Sure. I think Ariana's a, a pop star. The pop star. Yeah. The. But <laughs> Leah and Ben, I think that Ben thinks he's popular these days. Mm. Um, but I don't know if he's pop star popular. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. We'll get to Ben. We'll get we'll to Ben. <laughs> um, uh, Who do you want to start with? Okay, so we're going to start with Leah Michelle. I'm going to preface this by saying I love Leah. I have many photos of myself and Leah from her time on Spring Awakening, and I really felt her sadness and her pain when Cory Monteith OD'd. Yeah. And I, like, think about that often. She has a tattoo of him on her. It's, like, very sad. Have we talked about on the podcast how many times you've seen Spring Awakening? Like, maybe we have, but... I think we have, but in case we haven't, I'm here to remind you that I saw Spring Awakening ten times. And I have so many photos of me, Leah and Michelle. It's insane. It was a really special time in your life. Yeah. I love Leah Michelle. Uh, but I will say, Becky, so you took me to two of the three times that I saw Spring Awakening, and you spoiled the part for me once. Oh, really? What did I do? I don't remember. You did two things. One is you got us um, seats on stage. Yeah. For people who remember Spring Awakening, what was so cool was like there you could sit on stage as, as um, audience members, and then there were people who were sitting on stage who were actually cast members but who were dressed as audience and you were pointing them out before it started. You were like, that person's going to stand up and start singing. And I was like, what? And then they did. And it's okay. Cause I felt cool that I knew, but I am like, well, what would that have been like if I had no idea? And this is a spoiler alert for the show, but it's pretty old now. So I don't really feel bad about this. You told me to like watch the gun as it crossed the stage before. Um, wait, what's the name of the person who killed himself? Jonathan, Jonathan Gallagher Jr.? Yeah, what's his character's name? Moritz. Moritz. Moritz Schiefel. You were like, watch, there's a gun. Like, like Wow. I'm sorry. I have no recollection of that. Um, I'm you sorry. You were and feisty, and I was down to consume all your content, even then. Well, Hannah's uh, family friend, and I think that's a loose term, but someone that she used to go to shul with was in Spring Awakening. Yes. Ian Glick, who's like somewhat famous now, I guess, maybe, and he took us backstage. Yes, he did. was awesome. We had so much fun. Yeah, he's a Tequila Mockingbird now. Oh, good for Gideon. I anyway. didn't just go to shul with him. I would have some satyrs with him. Wow. Six degrees, guys. Uh, before we get into Spring Awakening, Leah Michelle actually made her Broadway debut in 1995 at the age of eight uh, as the understudy for a young Cosette in Les Mis. Um, and she then went on to do small roles in Ragtime and Fiddler on the Roof. But like, 
she did really get her breakout role in December 20, 2006, wow, I feel old, um, where she starred in Spring Awakening on Broadway alongside Jonathan Groff, my Woo. other forever crush. They were still best friends. He was oh. her best man in their wedding. In her wedding, not in their wedding, I wish. And this propelled her into stardom, and she t- help, helped her land a starring role in Glee. Mm. And I think that's, like, what she's probably most famous for. Yes. Is her role as Rachel Berry in Glee. And can we just talk about how Leah Michelle's rendition of Don't Ruin, Don't Rain on My Parade is, like, <laughs> best. Don't ruin my parade. <laughs> yeah. Same idea. It is. Yeah. That's it's the best That version. song, like, was the most played song on my iTunes in 2010. It's I, like, was obsessed with that song. <laughs> incredible. And so many Glee songs are, like, top of the charts today. Not today, but, like, they hold, they hold records. So really? many. Yes. On iTunes. It's honestly a little nuts when you think about how many songs this show produced and how many loyal Gleeks there were that would spend 99 cents and buy the songs. Oh, my goodness. I definitely was one of those. I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. Um, and in 2010, she was riding high. She was awarded the first ever Billboard Triple Threat Award. And Time Magazine listed her as one of the, the year's most influential people. Whoa. And she went on tour with Glee. She was nominated for two Grammys, for God's sakes. And she did, as one does, she was like, this is, this is it. I'm going to make a solo album. Eh. Which <laughs> is rant, rant, rant. not <laughs> as high as she had hoped, I think. After a year and a half, she finally released a solo album in November 2013 with the hit song probably don't know it it only peaked at number 75 um and then the song the full album louder came out in 2014 in february and debuted at billboard on the billboard 200 at number four Hmm. selling uh 62,000 copies in its first week not something to snub out but i do it wasn't a hit album i do remember that number because it may seem big now but when we hear from the other two folks yeah it's it's pale it pales in comparison but she was like i love this i'm gonna go record my second album so she dropped a second album that she said would be less pop influence than her debut and go back to her roots with a more theatrical sound and i think a problem that i have with leah michelle is that she has a fantastic voice and she clearly has acquired a huge fan base but i don't know if she's like Mm-hmm. the album her second album 2017 that came out like it's not it's not good it's i'll not be good. brave enough to admit it i actually think she despite that she's been like the fact that she's been singing her whole life and has one of the best voices ever i think she actually still doesn't know what kind of music works for her voice other than like yeah songs that worked for people 40 years ago I just like, I was listening to some of her music today and I think that she actually just hasn't found like music that fits her. And it's not easy. Like, I think it's not easy for Ariana Grande to find songs that fit her, Um, but she, she's working at it. And I just don't think Leah Michelle has figured out like what, especially in the pop sphere, but even in the theater world, like songs that just like suit her very specific earnest voice. 
Yeah, I think so too. Some also have called it the Glee curse that really like people that have been in Glee haven't either like have killed themselves or hasn't really been able to do anything since Glee, like achieve the fame that was Glee. I read that article and I was like, almost all these people are fine. Mm-hmm. It's just are that these, fine? it's just that like specifically these two people have different tragic stories and they kept one of them for the end to be like so that's the curse but it's like you just listed off like 30 people in the middle who are all doing great but yes of the main cast yes that's a large percentage of i just leah michelle was so famous in 2010 and she's just not so famous as much anymore I think, I mean, I think this is like not saying anything new because the think pieces about Glee were like, you know, so 10 years ago, but she just really came out with a very specific character that like everybody knew someone like her, but no one had really seen her on screen. And then on top of that, she was like, it seemed like she was self-aware in that character. So that was like really funny and interesting. And I remember being like, as a theater kid, like, oh my God, like this is a funny self-aware theater kid character. And then the more time went on, the less self-aware I think she became. Like, and and the less self-aware the writing in the show became. By the time she got to New York, I was like, oh, you think you're like a hot, sexy pop star. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. you, you were nerdy and silly. And that's yeah. why this worked. You know, like it just, and then ever since then, I mean, she is so earnest. Her brand is just like so earnest. Her Instagram stories are all about like wellness. I just like can't with how Her earnest Christmas she is. album. It, right her christmas album it just doesn't track it's just not the way it's not what people want from our stars in 2019 like i just don't think or even in 2017 when or 2015 when these other albums were coming out i just think it was like a level that worked in a certain context and it's not it's for her fans it works but she's not going to get new fans in in that way i don't yeah think. i think so too i also think i would imagine that Corey's death really like impacted her and like probably made her less wanting to go into the spotlight maybe I I definitely, I like remember where I was. I know. It was so sad. It's so sad. I was so freaked out. Yeah, I mean, she's been through a lot. But she seems very happily married now. Well, everybody seems happily married on Instagram. No, but. she's she's very happy. She really <laughs> loves him. I uh, looked at her book because I didn't, well, I didn't look at her book. I looked at reviews of her book. Um, different. <laughs> Almost more incisive. Yeah brunette ambition um because i was like oh she's the book and i just assumed it was a memoir and it kind of is apparently but some of the comments were like apparently she has recipes in there too and exercises so someone was like i really like the parts that were real and were (laughs) a memoir but if you buy this just know that like you're also gonna get some recipes (laughs) you're also gonna get some exercises that's exactly her right it's yeah that's so her I actually, like, don't think she's much of a personality. No. You know what? My favorite kid we're going to do conspiracy theory is that she can't read. Oh, my goodness. That's, like, the best part of the internet. Yeah, that that she, like, can't read. It's so it funny. Don't be on her wine. <laughs> I almost spit it out. Do you know about this, Mimi? No. Oh, my God. This oh is my a God, there's, conspiracy theory. There's a whole thing. No, just, like, conspiracy that she can't read, like – all of her things are, emo- are emojis. Like you never actually see her like reading or like doing or mm-hmm. yeah. There's a PowerPoint. We should link it in the. We'll link it. Yeah. It's real. If you look for it, the evidence is there. She does yeah. not know how to read. And the justification is like, you know, she was a Broadway star. Yeah. She just yeah. Like, basically never learned how to read. Someone would just say the lines to her and she memorized them. 
Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I don't want to be so negative about her because we did start by saying we love her. I, st- and I really do like, I, I stand it. Well, I mean, that's too strong, but I stand. Okay. We, we, we stand, but so I listened to her Christmas album today, which it, I don't know why it took me so long. I meant to, I meant to listen to it right away as it dropped, but you know, I'm getting the holiday spirit now. And it's just like, in the exact same way as brunette ambition it's like she thinks she's giving you something and one eighth of it is actually good and interesting and just mm-hmm. the rest is just not it girl like she's saying do you want to build a snowman and took all the charm out of it like it is yeah. just the most charmless rendition of a song that is like now many years old that we have plenty of covers and we don't need that again unless you're gonna like be interesting about it it was just not it was not great I mean, I, I don't know. What, I don't know what to like. I don't have any suggestions or tips for her. Not that she's asking me for any, but I don't know what to do if I, I. I don't know what I would do if I were her. I really don't. Yeah. Well, the next person, I think we've. I think we've aptly criticized Leah Michelle to move on to Sweet Baby Ben Platt. It's the only way I can describe him in my mind is, is Sweet Baby Ben Platt. So Ben, I just want to preface this, and I don't think enough people know this, that Ben's father is a big-time film, TV, and theater producer. Like, did you know that he produced Wicked and Dear Evan Hansen? Um, He's like not a to diminish, connected person, yeah. Yes, not to diminish Ben. He's extremely talented, but we must acknowledge that general wealth propelled his career. Mm-hmm. He's extremely connected. But so at age nine, he played Winthrop Paparu in The Music Man at Hollywood Bowl alongside Christian Chenoweth. Ooh. And then at 11, he appeared on the brief national tour of, of Caroline or Change. And then in 2012, he was cast as Elder Arnold Cunningham in the Chicago production of The Book of Mormon. Well, he also had his minor role in Pitch Perfect. And that's where he had his cute friends with Skylar Aston, another throwback to Spring Awakening. All the Spring Awakening connections. Yeah. And he later reprised his role on Book of Mormon on Broadway before his breakout. At the end of 2016, Ben Platt premiered as Evan Hansen and Dear Evan Hansen, um, and he won a Tony for Best Actor in, the, in a Musical this end awesome. of 2017. I, just an aside, don't like De- Dear Evan Hansen. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I have. Have you um, seen it? I haven't. I've seen it. I liked it. Um, I didn't, I don't know. I don't know if we want to talk about it. Yeah. It was, I, I liked it. I like some of the songs, but overall I'm like, this is like weird and intense. <laughs> I saw Ben in it and he was great. I thought he was oh. great. Um, yeah, I saw, I saw it in previews and I thought he was great, but I really had a lot of problems with the show, which we don't need to talk yeah. about here. Yeah. Cause I isolate people when I talk about the you know, parts about Dear Evan Hansen I don't like. So. We'll talk offline. Cause I imagine we have similar, like, yeah. you know, I understand that it's supposed to be like provocative and that's, I'm down, provoke me all you want, but it was provocative in ways I don't think it meant to be. And then like yeah, not yeah. provocative in other ways. Yeah. It rewarded someone for doing something serious, some seriously wrong stuff. It's just weird that way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, in addition to that, he may also know him because he's starring in a new Netflix series called The Politician. And he, like Leah Michelle, simply unsatisfied he he came out with his own record in march with the title hits ease my mind and bad habit mm-hmm. and in an interview with with his vocal therapist she notes with a lot of people who try to transition from broadway at least for a time it's hard to find who you are as a person what comes out of you when you're not playing a character which i thought was true and not really true of ben platt and his music personally though i love ben platt's solo career i think his music yeah. is beautiful oh my god i love it 
do I think he's a pop star? No. Do I think I'm listening to someone singing Broadway tunes that aren't on Broadway? Yes. Yes. But I <laughs> love, I love, I love his album. And one of his, like, his most beautiful song, um, I'm getting it that I was literally just li- listening to, which uh, like could be first dance at my wedding is like, this is the saddest song. It's on sing to me instead called, Oh, in case you don't live forever. Ooh, it's beautiful. Sounds sad. Um, but his voice is so trained for Broadway Yeah, that I don't know if you guys have heard his recent song rain, which a friend of mine aptly described as he's really, really trying to be Robin, but he's not. Um, that's exactly how I would describe it. I can't think of, I mean, I went into listening to it, thinking about it that way, but I yeah. immediately was like, yes, because yes. the, I watched the video and like, yeah, the, the video beat, does it too. The beat and his voice didn't make sense. Like his, his voice was heavier than the beat and the beat was, the beat was like a Robin beat. So it was a mismatch because her voice is just like strong but lighter um and and, trying to dance like her yes yes that's where I was going next the dancing in the music video was just like I don't know it was just like it was just like Robin it was it was just like sort of like a sudden breakout and then like done for a minute and then but it just was it was just weird um from him because he's not robin no. i don't know that's all I, like the thing about robin doing it is that she's robin so it's <laughs> it was bizarre it's it just seems it's just like not something that everyone can do and i yeah. think that like music videos now there isn't the assumption that like everyone's going to be dancing if it's a pop song the way that there used to be so you just like don't really need to I wonder if he wanted to try it to see how far he could go so that mm. the next thing he does will not be that yeah. because like other things was like inching and inching and inching. And what if he was just like, why don't I just like go past my limit and then recalibrate from there? Like, that's what I want to believe that that was. Yeah. I also, I just feel like he's been never been told no, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. That checks out. Like he seems like the type of person to me that like, yes, he's very talented and he wakes up in the morning and he's like, I have this idea. And they're like, great. Sounds good. Like, go for it. Even, yeah. Cause he has a lot of money. The air is like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Personally I, though, I love the song rain. Yeah. I, I've listened to a few, I didn't mean to, um, but I've now listened to a number of, of interviews where he talks about his album sing to me instead. And it's interesting because he talks so much about, um, like how personal and vulnerable the album is and it is like all those things are true but in a way that's almost like self-congratulatory yeah. um, and I'm like okay I get it like these are you know and if, and for him it's a big deal basically what he's saying is like I've been playing characters and now there's no character it's just me and the microphone and like sure yes but like that's what music is Ben like welcome 
to the world. Yeah. Like that's what this is. That's what everybody here around you has been doing. And he just kind of is like, um, yeah, I think in the way that he hasn't been told, no, he's, he's trying to like, uh, not, I, I can see that he's trying to, you know, stay humble, but in how much he's trying to stay humble, it's coming off as not the way yeah. he talks about himself. Cause he's like, Oh, you know, it's just really important to me to like, stay humble and it's like oh is that so hard for you yeah <laughs> he's so humble he's yeah i would imagine kind of being would be annoying to be around but i feel personally very connected to ben platt i just feel like we have a lot in common because we both went to jewish day school i don't know just the way he talks about his upbringing except for the part yeah. where he's connected to like hollywood which except- i cannot relate to and speaking of people who went to my shul synagogue the uh pa- uh the Pasik of Pasik and Paul mm-hmm. my synagogue as well. Wow. This episode is going to be called Six Degrees of Separation from Anna. Um, if anybody else went to Betham, I think we have some listeners who went to Betham. Uh, leave us a DM. <laughs> yeah. Well, the third person we're going to discuss here, who arguably is the pop star. No arguing. Um, is Ariana Grande, our girl Ari. Sure, yes, you may think Ariana Grande got her start on Nickelodeon in Victorious in 2009, but you would be extremely wrong. Ari owes her start to the Broadway stage. In 2008, uh, Grande starred in in quotes, because I actually have been having revisionist uh, history upon seeing the show. Um, In Jason Robert Brown, incredibly weird show, 13, no, not not the TV show, not the movie that scary movie that came out of being called Thirteen, which you know, it's basically about a kid who is uh, in um, Riverdale now. Philip Graham is the actor. Really? Yeah, he stars oh, I didn't in. Know that. I looked up the cast when doing this. A lot of them are pretty famous now. Anyway, the show is about a thirteen-year-old who moves from New York City to the Midwest and has to prepare. For his bar mitzvah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and I'm going to humble brag. I saw this show on Broadway uh, with Ariana in it. And can confirm it is, in fact, a weird show. But she stole the show. And her solo on the song, A Little More Homework to Do, is amazing. And I highly suggest you listen to it. It's great. Sometimes I listen to it. And at the time, I sat, I sat in my seat and I was like, that girl is going to be a star. Are you serious? Yeah, she was she really did. You should listen to her solo and a little more homework to do. Yeah. yeah. And so shortly after I decided she was going to be a star, she skyrocketed into teen fandom. You all know that the great show victorious that really catapulted her there but from an article from billboard from 2014 unlike Leah michelle and ben it seems that she always had her sights on making an album mm-hmm. not really like going from broadway to pop she says making a hit record was always the goal i remember when i came to la to meet with my managers i was like i want to make an r&b album they were like she drops her voice a few registers um that's a hell of a goal who's going to buy a 14 year old's rap album little r&b album little did they know because by 2013, she was already a full-fledged pop star with yours truly, 
kissing her days at Broadway behind. However, you would also be wrong about that. <laughs> Ari loves Broadway. She does. She raised our TV screen as Penny in the live show Hairspray. Don't forget that horrible rendition. But she was great. She was great. Her acting wasn't great, but her singing was great. No, but her singing was good. Unlike a lot of people in the those live shows. Oh, God. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. And then she sang The Wizard and I for the Wicked anniversary. Which oh, my God. Is, I'm going to cry just thinking about it. I know. It's so good. Do you remember that she was, like, not going to do it? Because it was, like, not soon. It was, like, very soon after her breakup with Pete. And she was, I like... Know. But then she did it and she was like, Broadway is everything. I'm so glad I did it. She met Adina Menzel and she was like, I met Adina Menzel. <laughs> I know. It's so cute. And she has a really great relationship with Chris and Chenoweth. Mm-hmm. And like, they knew each other for a really long time. And like, Ari's voice is very, has Broadway undertones when you listen to him. Mm-hmm. And she can belt like no other. She can do Suddenly Seymour like no one can do Suddenly Seymour. Yeah. It's she's amazing. just the best. However, why do we think that she's the most successful other than the other two? I think there's an obvious answer to this. And she's had the least amount of time on Broadway. She so more time on Broadway has an inverse effect on your ability to be successful? Yes. She And she also wasn't the star yes. of 13. Although Graham Phillips or whatever, Philip Graham, Graham Phillips, he's not having a Broadway career, though. He's having an acting career. But mm-hmm. still, he's, he's pretty famous. Um, and unlike Leah and Ben, she wasn't so cemented as a Broadway babe. I think she didn't. Uh, right. She was also younger than the two when she had her, like, quote-unquote breakout role. So there was more time to develop her as a pop star and less of a time to become a pop star. Okay, wait. I just looked up Graham Phillips at your suggestion. I have yeah. watched some of Riverdale, but this person, who is this person? He's in a few episodes. So he's not even that famous. No, he's famous. He is? Let me let me make sure I got his name right. Graham oh, Phillips. Yeah, he's evil in like four episodes. And yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mimi. <gasps> okay, but so still no one no one compares to Ari. Wow, sure. he's also gonna be in the Little Mermaid Live rendition. Oh, that just happened. That was like two days ago. Oh. Wait. Was it? <laughs> Did it happen already? It didn't happen yet. I thought it happened. Oh, he's Prince Eric? He's Prince Eric. I told you he's famous. You don't, you don't believe me? He's no, famous. I do. No, no, I only didn't believe you that he was a big character in Riverdale. That's what I did. Oh, believe. sorry. He seems like a great Prince Eric after how evil he was in Riverdale. Because there's something wrong with Prince Eric in a big there way. Is some, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think you guys should listen to the 13 album to really get what his voice sounds like when he was 13 okay. praying for his, preparing for his bar mitzvah. I, I have listened to that album uh, a long time ago, though, so I will revisit. But I have listened, I've definitely listened to a little more homework, like, a lot in the last few years. Like, I will listen to, like, Ariana Grande on Spotify on Shuffle, and then, like, that'll come up, and I'll be like, oh, I guess this is what we're doing now. I've a never heard more it. Homework to <laughs> do. Like, yeah. Day turns to day, turns to day. And Luna, it's so good. It's great. It's a real 2008 mood for me. It is. Which is yeah. <laughs> when it came out so i think i don't know why do you why do you guys think ari is become the pop star that she is over at leanne ben it's a good question because my first my first instinct is to answer like duh because she's talented but actually the three people we're talking about here have like unparalleled um, amounts of singing talent in this they are like incredibly talented humans all of them i think ari like maybe is the most talented just because i'm obsessed with her now but like leanne ben are up there but i think that there's Something that I think about and I go back to what I said earlier about Leah is that Ari has has figured out a way to like 
toe the line between being earnest and being real. Right. And that is just more relatable and more interesting, not just relatable. It's, it's just like more compelling to follow her, to see what she's up to, to like, you know, see her twists and turns. And for Leah Michelle, it's just, it's just a little too much. And it, that is, it works for her in the theater world and it works for Ben. But if Ari wanted to break out and she did, she was like, why don't I just like be a little like weird and a little, um, off center but then i moved the center to be more towards me and i think she just also like made an actual concerted effort i don't mean to like bash leah michelle who i think probably did make a concerted effort to be a pop star but ariana was like i'm going to make problem with iggy azalea and i'm going to get that on on the radio like she made that happen for herself and i think that ari's voice has more depth Mm -hmm. than leah michelle's She's more, she's more creative with it. She does weirder yeah. things. Leah Michelle is like, I'm going to do this thing that you all have heard me do on Glee, just on a pop song now. Yeah, so I'm exactly. going to do something you've already heard on a song you have no emotional attachment to, which is like, just not what people care about yeah. enough. Yeah, Ariana Grande is much more versatile. Yeah. And I am remembering something that I... That I have talked to multiple friends about like in different spaces and when like people who have have musical backgrounds or theater backgrounds or whatever where they basically and they've like seen her on victorious and essentially like the idea is that she's so funny and smart and thoughtful that like this whole her entire music career could just be her like doing a parody of a <laughs> successful pop star and she's like doing it amazingly and we were having these yes. conversations I think like between the dangerous woman era and wow. the sweetener era so some things have changed but that was a compelling concept to me that she is just kind of Check like that. this entire time is just doing this like parody of a pop star um and and nailing it and you know, I think some of her SNL impressions of other pop stars yeah. um, so and how good they are mm-hmm. is evidence towards this theory. Another thing that I'm thinking about now is um, I think that this is going to be reductive, but I'm going to say it. I think she likes music more than they do. Like, I think she just likes music. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I think that the two of them might like to act more. Especially they like Ben Platt. Act, they like to sing, but Ariana likes to make beats. She, she likes to, to perform, produce, right? Like, yeah. Ariana likes, I mean, she's a producer. She makes her own, she makes her own beats. She plays with weird, you know, sounds and like fucks with shit on her computer. And I don't think Leah Michelle is like interested in doing that at all. So she yeah. makes like, you know, Dangerous Woman has this big Broadway vibe to it, but it also has a really hard beat. Yeah. Maybe her beat is too strong of a, of a descriptor, but it's like, it's a good, it's a well-produced song and- Leah Michelle's not going to sit with Pharrell and make an entire album with him. Like, she doesn't care about that, you know? Yeah. They're not I, well-rounded I, in the way that she yeah, is. Like, yeah. like, it, like vocally, yeah. but then just in terms of, like, overall musical talent. Yeah. I think that's – I think that's an interesting point. Yeah. And a good point, I think, to end on. I have a few that have some honorable mentions mm-hmm. uh, who got their start. Anna Kendrick, who – no, they're just not a pop star now, but she did get her start on Broadway, and she did have the hit song Cups from Pitchfork. Hit I love I Anna Kendrick. I know. Uh, Nick Jonas, whom we know because we all watched the documentary. Mm-hmm. 
That's um, the reason we know. And Sarah Hyland. Mm-hmm. She's singing now. So perhaps pop star is Modern Family's ending. So perhaps that's next on her horizon. Yeah. We will keep following her career. And uh, Kristen Bell. What was she in? Um, oh, I don't mean to put her on the spot. Never mind. Um, hold on. You don't have to. It's okay. Everyone can look at the fuck up themselves. <laughs> She got her ta- debut um, in the Broadway revival of The Crocstable. The Crucible. The Crocstable. <laughs> Christian Bell got her start in the Broadway oh. um, revival of The Crucible. Okay, well, I got my high school theater debut in the, in the production of The Crucible. <laughs> That's her sixth degree separation from her. Oh, you saw that, Mimi. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, I, I, I saw that. A few friends in that. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, that was great. friends. Right. I was friends with, I did not go to see you. No. But, you know, you were great anyway, so. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to turn our attention now to the U sides. Let's. And we're back with the U sides. Now, on this U side, as I pose to you people, what (laughs) is your favorite musical of all time? Now. That's varying things here. I'm what's, just like, you, what's your favorite music of uh, all time? Uh, that was what I wasn't going to answer that. I can, of course, the answer is next to normal, but um, I was just going to say, like, a musical of all time is next to normal. Yes. What another fucked up weird show. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think that's, so, that's musicals amazing. I mean, okay, here's my tip for musicals. This is not what I was going to say, but now it's come up with next to normal. This is my tip with musicals. With Next to Normal, before I saw it on Broadway for the first time, I listened to the entire album a billion times. I knew every single song. Obviously, that's what we do before we go to musicals, except I had never, ever listened to the finale. I had no idea what it sounded like. I purposefully was like, I will not listen to it. I don't know what's going to happen. So the entire musical happened. It was amazing. I knew every song. And then Light happened, and I literally lost my mind. So would recommend that. Yeah, but you know the plot of the show from the very beginning. They spoiled yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, I yeah. did. I knew the plot of the show. No, but I'm saying like in the very, the first couple, like the first or second scene is when they, about. No, they reveal it a few songs in. Oh, okay. I don't know why. I saw, the show, I saw the show alone. <laughs> That's oh all my Lord, I would not do that. I wanted um, to see it and I didn't have anyone to see it with, so I saw it alone. <laughs> I mean, yeah, do what you got to do to see good shows. What I was going to say is I just love, I think it's very cute and sweet how much overlap. Like whenever we ask a question about Broadway in the Facebook group, on Instagram, like everybody's in. I just burped my rosé cider. Sorry. That was that what that pause was. I just feel like it's very cute. Like, I don't know what it is about people who are really earnest about pop music that also are theater kids. But I think that's just something we all have in common is that we just are really into, like, talking about Broadway. Except for me. <laughs> yeah, Mimi, what's your favorite musical? Um, <laughs> so it's going to have to be Rent, but I haven't seen that many musicals. Is it Rent because I haven't seen it? You know what? I'm surprised. No, I just really like it. Um, I just think it's... I just think it's like a versus. I think there are a lot of like types of music in it. Yes. And I'm like the music that Leah Michelle and Ben Platt put out there. No. There's just like a lot of different stuff going on, and it's a, it's just a great musical. Mm-hmm. Um, no one put no one put Rent here. I was surprised. Well, well, well. A lot of in the heights to learn about 
the taste of music I like. Yes. A lot of In the Heights, which yeah. I actually never saw on Broadway and I regret not seeing. There's no mention of Hamilton here. Got some Legally Blonde. Um, <laughs> Wicked, obviously. Wicked's my favorite show of all time. Um, There's nothing like it. Yeah. A few Legally Blondes, honestly. Ragtime, The Sound of Music, Phantom of the Opera. Great Comet of 1812, which I was like, wow. Um, wouldn't, wouldn't think to say that. Yeah. Someone said High School Musical. Is that a musical? I don't know. I guess it is, but it's not they, Broadway. They do have a Broadway version. I have seen it. Oh, God. It was bad. Um, I just remember that there was a Titanic musical. What? Has anyone seen that? And if so... <laughs> I won't talk about the Titanic for like another five episodes. <laughs> I promise. Um, if anyone's seen that, please let me know how it is. It's probably not on Broadway anymore, but never in my life have I heard I've never heard of the Titanic musical. Good. Never. I'm well, definitely surprised. Le- Legally Blonde is amazing, but I'm just surprised that we got so many. Like it's my favorite. Like it's my ultimate. I know. Me too. Oh my god, you guys. Oh my god. Looks like <laughs> Ella's gonna win the prize. <laughs> I do say that every time I hear someone say Me too. Okay. Oh my god, you guys. I mean, how can you not? Um Great yeah. musicals, everybody. Love it, live it, dream it. Did That's our show. Spring Awakening or Next to Normal. Spring okay. Awakening and Wicked are tied, I think, for my favorite shows, and I think I preface that. Yeah. Um Next to Normal, Hannah. We'll have to discuss this at a later date. Yeah. Um anyway, thank you so much for listening we love to talk with you follow us on instagram at listen to the b-sides on twitter at the b-sides pod and join our facebook group by searching b-sides we're going to bit.ly b-sides fbook group and email us any questions or ideas at listen to the b-sides at gmail.com and subscribe please do that rate review five stars use the word next to normal in your review <laughs> so we know that you listen to this episode or call out hannah for loving next to normal so much whichever you want you can and, say something like i loved this episode as much as hannah loves next to normal <laughs> i thought it was a little next to normal of hannah <laughs> like that show so much anyway i joke i kid i just don't get it uh see you in two wednesdays and until next time we talk to the feeling i'm becky i'm hannah so I'm Mimi. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. Bizarre.